Good evening, Andrew. This is Claudio. You're live on KVMR. Excellent. Thanks so much for checking in. You know, we um, had another good day, I guess you could say, of the firefight going on. Oftentimes we say no news is good news, and that kind of seems to be the message uh, from today. A lot of people have been checking in saying that they haven't seen a lot of smoke and certainly haven't seen uh, any fire, particularly around their houses. But uh, Cal Fire reporting that the firefight is still very active inside of itself. Uh, as of this evening, uh, just updated about an hour ago or so, Cal Fire is reporting uh, 904 acres now with 10% containment. And they really just uh, made quite an aggressive fire attack all day long today and uh, plan to do that through tonight. Luckily, the winds this afternoon didn't pan out as expected, so the fire was basically able to uh, be contained at the uh, metal fork of the, the Yuba River, which was really, really good news for today. Andrew, you mentioned uh, the updated size. Could you give that to us again, the size and the containment numbers, please? Certainly, yeah. It's 904 acres and reported to be 10% contained. 10% contained. And I've seen different figures online from official sources. How many structures have officially been destroyed by the Rice's fire? At this point, Cal Fire is reporting that there have been four structures uh, damaged and or uh, basically uh, taken out completely. But keep in mind that those uh, structures aren't necessarily houses. They could be an outbuilding or a barn or even a garage. Um, and that's just the preliminary number. Once we're able to uh, secure the scenes and, and get in with uh, damage assessment crews, uh, we might expect that that number would, would come up a little bit once we're able to get in and really inspect properties. There's been an amazing number of firefighters deployed to this fire. Could you tell me what the official number of firefighters deployed? And, and some of them are coming from quite far away, aren't they? Certainly, yeah. As of this evening, there were over 700 firefighters deployed uh, as a part of this firefight. They are working uh, in 24-hour shifts, so essentially you could divide that in half and say there's about 350 uh, firefighters or so working each shift uh, for a 24-hour period. But they're coming from all over uh, Northern California and actually some from even Southern California. Uh, Earlier today, out at the fairgrounds for the staging area, Uh, I personally noticed uh, several uh, strike teams that were coming from the San Francisco area, and we have some uh, from up north as well. So this, uh, as noted by uh, Chief Brian Estes from CAL FIRE, is the only fire that's uh, taking basically this much attention throughout the state of California, which is lucky for us that we've been able to get a bunch of resources to immediately uh, come in and help us fight this. If you're just joining us now, I'm speaking to Nevada County Sheriff's Office Public Information Officer Andrew Trigg. We're giving you the latest update, the final update for this evening for the Rice's Fire, which is currently burning in the Bridgeport area of Nevada County. Andrew, I know that uh, you mentioned that the winds didn't pick up. Let's talk about humidity. Has that been working in our favor or against us in this fire? Uh, luckily, I think it hasn't really been much of an issue. It did drop quite a bit today. They were expecting it to be as low as 7%. And the last check I heard, it was down in the low 20s, uh, upper teens. So that uh, certainly uh, you know, could have uh, helped out as well. Throughout the evening tonight, again, it's expected that it will come up just a little bit. Uh, as the winds shift, though, it uh, could be a little bit questionable as to how, how far it comes back up. But certainly in our favor has been the high temperatures, and the, the high temperatures that we faced over the weekend, nearly 100 degrees here in Grass Valley. Uh, we're not seeing those. It's supposed to get cooler through the rest of the week. So that helps out the firefighters. And last I saw, Cal Fire was estimating to have the fire contained by this Saturday, July 2nd. Is that still the official estimate? 
They've originally said July 1st. Uh, there was also a date of July 2nd that appeared uh, in an evening briefing tonight. Uh, Chief Estes indicated that July 1st was still a target that they're shooting for. Uh, they don't like to add days to that. They'd rather subtract days to it. Uh, but they also recognize just how dangerous and how hard this fire is to fight uh, being in the canyon. Uh, we were pulling up some GIS models of it earlier today. and uh, Basically from the top of the canyon to the bottom is about a 1,600-foot elevation uh, difference or, or drop, really, in this case. Uh, so just imagine uh, being the firefighters that are out working those lines. This is uh, extremely challenging for them, and, and they'll continue to work it. And uh, hopefully we'll see containment in just a couple of days. Here's hoping. Uh, let's change Let's change the subject. Let's move our attention to the evacuation zones and evacuation warnings. It seems that they are holding steady with four evacuation zones still currently in an evacuation order and then five under a warning. Is that uh, anticipated to change tonight or tomorrow morning? We don't anticipate any changes uh, to those throughout the night tonight. If anything, it would be uh, tomorrow morning, perhaps uh, mid-morning or so. Um, but, you know, a lot of people have asked questions about repopulation and when can I get done. Um, again, it's, it's really important to understand that even though you may not see smoke as we did in the first 24 hours of the fire, that it is still very active and still very dangerous inside of itself, inside, inside of the fire perimeter. So the firefighters are continuing to work those um, hot spots as quickly and as efficiently as they can. And then the other thing that we have to take into consideration is uh, down power lines. And uh, PG&E is reporting that they had a significant damage to their 66 kilovolt uh, transmission line, which is one of the major transmission lines running through there. Um, and then there's uh, still a continued threat to the 230-watt one uh, coming out of the Colgate powerhouse. So as we begin to think about repopulation, uh, we need to make sure that it's safe for people to drive back through the area and at this point, it's not due to some down power lines within the fire line. So we'll continue to work those. We'll continue to work with our partners at both Cal Fire and at PG&E to establish some areas that are safe. And uh, once that is determined, we will absolutely do our best to get people repopulated into their structures just as quickly as we can. But we do appreciate everybody's patience and certainly their understanding uh, during this difficult time. You're listening to a live update on the Rice's Fire with Nevada County Sheriff's Office Public Information Officer Andrew Trigg. Andrew, we appreciate you sharing your time and information with us throughout this crisis. Before we end this update, is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? We uh, still have the um, temporary evacuation point that's open at the Madeline Hilling Library in Nevada City. So if anybody is looking for somewhere to go uh, get some water or uh, maybe charge a device or something real quick, uh, that temporary spot is still open. And we also have the animal evacuation team uh, still poised and ready to respond if needed. Uh, you can also bring any animals that you need to out to their location, uh, which is located inside of the fairgrounds, access through Gate 8 uh, by Brighton Street. So those resources are still available, and we'll make sure that um, if needed, you know, we'd be happy to help somebody if they need to move some livestock or, or other animals out there uh, to be safe. You know, we're here to help people uh, the best that we possibly can. The other uh, concern that we hear often is, is uh, you know, with the evacuations, there's a concern of thefts or looting. Uh, we'd like to just let everybody know that we have several sheriff's deputies and as well as some mutual aid law enforcement from out of the area that will be patrolling all of the evacuated areas as well as those that are under a warning uh, throughout the evening. And we'll be uh, contacting, you know, folks that don't belong in there or suspicious activities. So uh, you can rest assured that we do have extra patrols roaming those areas. 
And again, we just appreciate the patience uh, from everybody in Nevada County. If anything, this is uh, probably a really good reminder to get your go bags packed, to understand what your zone is, and always be prepared at a moment's notice. Very good. Andrew Trigg, Nevada County Sheriff's Office, Public Information Officer. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you.